as I was coming home today from getting a bite to eat, the Lord began to deal with me, and a verse of scripture came to me, and I have preached around it, but never just really uh, went into it. I feel like the Lord would really like for us to go into it. 26th chapter, and starting with verse number 21, no, not 21, uh, hallelujah, and everybody say praise the Lord, amen, let's lift our hands and love the Lord together, let's love the Lord, let's love Him, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God, glory to the Lamb of God, glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise His holy name. Amen. Let's lift our hands again. Let's love the Lord together, everyone. Let's love Him. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God, glory to the Lamb of God, glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I've got the wrong scripture. And everybody say praise the Lord. I want to use a thought tonight. What would a man give? What shall he give in exchange for his soul? What would a man give in exchange for his soul? I want to tell you tonight that there are many people that are exchanging their soul for a little of nothing little things some people are giving their soul out just for a little old cancer stick some are giving their soul out just for little things that doesn't really amount to anything I want to ask you the question tonight what does your soul really mean to you what does the soul really mean to you I know as I walked as I said a while ago as I walked into the sanctuary and God touched my soul I, I, I couldn't help but begin to weep and lift my hands and thank him because that yet one more time he let me feel his presence and everybody say praise the Lord shall we bow our heads together God of heaven we thank you for this night that thou hast given us we ask you Lord to speak to our heart help us oh Lord we pray we'll humbly give thee the praise the glory in Jesus name and everybody say in Jesus name Amen Oh, I forgot to make an announcement. Amen. Stand if you would. Let me make this announcement. Sister Davis wrote it for me to bring it up here. On Saturday, June the 22nd at 7 p.m., there will be a special men's banquet for all men 15 and up from our church only. And uh, unless a visitor from out of town or so forth, we want to condense it this way. It will be a buffet of catfish, chicken strips, popcorn shrimp with trimmings and the cost will be seven dollars each and your pastor will be talking to the men all men are expected to attend and see brother Roy Ballard these men don't know anything about and brother Russell Riley if they would and uh, let them know that you are coming amen everybody say praise the Lord hallelujah 16th chapter of the book of Matthew let's take a text glory 16th chapter of the book of Matthew, verse number 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised again the third day. 
Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. Verse number 26 is where I want to preach from. From what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You can be seated tonight. Hallelujah. We find that, I said I'm rushing against time, time is slipping away, but I want to um, spend just a few minutes here. What would be your reactions after rebuke from the Master? Which way would you look? Which way would you really look when Jesus turned to Simon Peter and rebuked him and openly called him a devil? Satan, get thee behind me. Which direction would you look? Would you look toward the things of God? Or would you just kind of feel like, well, he didn't do me justice, or he didn't do that which he should have done? I want you to look at something else here in the same setting. Within seven verses of Scripture was when he took Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration and showed him the glory of him. Just seven verses down the line, all it was, but yet... The rebuke, he looked toward the Lord and said, away from the Lord. What's the value of a soul? Are there, uh, are, is it greater than gold or silver or jobs or the things that you have that this old world has to offer? All of these will be nothing but rubbish one day. Everything will pass away. Nothing won't be worth anything because the only thing of value is going to be that your soul is satisfied with God and you're in the resting place with the Lord. Gold and silver has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Everything that you life in this life that you possess, I want you to know you'll have to set it all aside one day, and the soul will stand before God for the just deeds that you have done. I want to take just a little time here tonight and try to bring to you that when that day comes, it's an unusual day. It'll be a day of a great expectancy of wondering what, the ultimatum is going to be in your life. Wondering what, whether you've rather obtained that which you should have obtained in life or not. I guess the Lord, uh, as I was preparing for this, took me back just a few months ago when he, when he took me in that place, that room of preparation, ready to stand before God for the books to be opened. It was the most, the time was seemed like it was so long, and it seemed like it was just, Nothing that I could do whatsoever, but I was waiting in time to stand before the Lord for the just deeds that I had done in my body. Time was no more. You know, we think that, well, I've heard a lot of people say, well, I'm looking for that day. I don't know whether some of us are really looking for that day or not, really. Because when that day comes, there's going to be a period of, of uh, just, just being there and, and nothing you can do. There's nothing any worse than doing nothing, and, and you want to do something but can't do anything. And so here we find the value. What is the real value of a soul? That's what I want to preach about for a few minutes tonight. 
What is the value of it? It's greater, it's greater than gold. It's greater than silver. It's greater than jobs. One or two jobs. Three jobs. It seems like a lot of people can't get by on one job. They've got to have two jobs. And some people got to have three jobs to get by. Amen. I'm a firm believer. If you can't get by on one, you certainly don't need two. And you're going to be out of business with three. Amen. The house of God should be number one in your life. It should be nothing to separate you from the house of the Lord, the things of the Lord. I've practiced that all through the years, all the years when I was a saint, let alone even being a preacher. But I want you to know the soul is the most valuable thing that you have. Let me build it a little deeper here. All will be rubbish someday. It won't amount to worth of anything, which is the greatest of the world. A lot of people say, well, water and bread would be the greatest asset of the world. You can't live without water. And man's got to have something to eat, bread to eat with. But I want you to know silver and gold buys the bread and it buys the water. You can buy all the water that you want. You, it seems like it starves so much that we have time for everything but for the soul. If you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what has it profited you? The soul is the most valuable thing that we have. Amen. We need to guard it with everything that we have. Amen. You know, I like the story of a little boy that asked his father one day these questions. He said, Daddy, is our home insured? Oh, by all means, son, my home's insured. He said, well, how about the car? Is the car insured? Oh, yeah, the car's insured. He said, Daddy, I want to ask you another question. He said, what about your life? Is your life insured? He said, oh, yes, it is. it's well insured. My life is well insured. He said, well, how about your soul? What kind of insurance have you got on your soul? You know, so many times we take and put everything together and value it so highly, but yet the thing that should be guarded more than anything else is the soul, and yet we seem like we have not time to take care of it as we need to, to feed the soul. It's worth more than silver and gold. It's worth more than all the world has to offer. Silver and gold will perish. Amen. It'll canker. It'll, it'll turn. But I want you to know that the soul is something that's so invaluable and will never change. Let me put it this way. Have we, have we so much desired the things of the world that our soul has went on wanting the things of God? Is our soul at a state of starvation? I believe today that the church house stays full of people with a starved soul looking for something. Yet the most valuable thing in this world is the soul. Amen. The Bible tells us from the very beginning in Genesis, the second chapter, and God breathed into him the breath of life, the breath of life, which is the breath of the soul. Amen. What is the soul? What is the weight of a soul? No man knows the weight of a soul. No man knows where the soul's at. But I'm here to tell you, I believe it is the breath of life that God gives man. Amen. It's the breath of life. And yet it's so, it's like a vapor. It's here and it's gone. It seems like is so unstable. Amen. We do not know how to actually phantom life. I could be preaching tonight and before Wednesday church service. One of us could be already buried into the ground and the soul went back to, to, get, to God that gave it, not realizing that our time was so limited. Amen. But yet God gives a lot of warnings and so forth and, um, and, and in, the, in the breath of life, losing the breath of life. 
The Bible tells us in Romans the sixth chapter and verse number fourteen, Paul so beautifully begins to speak about uh, about the change of life. In six and fourteen, the Bible said, "For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace." I'm here to tell you tonight: you can live above sin. You can live above the temptations of this world. Amen. You can't help. I've always preached the birds flying over the air over your head but you don't let have to let them build a nest in your hair amen and do the things contor- controlled by the world listen to me tonight the soul is the most valuable thing that you have the breath of life amen men would give anything for another hour for another day for another month for another year there's not a person on the face of the earth that has been able to breathe God's breath amen it would not give everything they had for a little longer in order to absorb the things that God has planted upon this earth. But yet we treasure it so lowly it seems like we've got other things to do besides feeding the soul. We've got other things to do. Amen. We feel like we're wasting our time. The world feels like they're wasting their time going to the house of God. I'm here to tell you tonight man is not wasting his time going to the house of the Lord but he is feeding the nature that God put in him called the soul. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. It is the soul that's going to live forever. Hallelujah. It is high time that we put priority upon our soul. It is high time that we put the right perspective in order. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Amen. It's high time. Paul speaking to the people at Rome. He was saying unto them. Amen. What then? Shall we sin because we are under the law but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not to whom you yield yourself servants to obey. I want to tell you tonight, it doesn't matter how much you obtain in this world, you're never happy. The rich man will buy the best car running down the road, but he's not satisfied with that one. He wants another one. He wants another one bigger than what that one is. Uh, and if he can't find one like that one, he wants one handmade. He's all the time looking for something that seems like he can't have. It seems like a person buys a home. It never becomes big enough. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, amen, as life begins to fold up uh, and the end of life begins to come, uh, you begin to realize the home is not worth anything at all. Amen. The house is too big. I told my wife the other day, I said we ought to sell our home and we ought to move into an apartment. I hadn't got time to cut the grass and to take care of the place to begin with. The house doesn't mean anything to me any longer because I realize that my time is drawing nigh to stand before my God. I'm here to tell you tonight. Amen. Saint of God. Amen. Your redemption draweth nigh. Amen. How's your soul tonight? Have you fed your soul this week? Have you been able to put the appetite into the soul? Have you prayed like you needed to pray? Have you loved and worshipped God like you should have? Or have you gave to Caesar more than what you should have gave to Caesar? I'm here to tell you, amen, we are living on the brink of time. We are living at the coming of the Lord. Amen, it's high time that we put our priorities right. Amen, and worship the Lord with our soul. There's too many people late coming to the church. 
church. There's too many people don't care about coming on Wednesday night. There's too many people not caring about coming on Sunday morning. Amen. I'm here to tell you, if you got a job that keeps you away from it, I told Brother Reeves a while ago, I said, you need to quit it. You need to get rid of it. Amen. The house of God is the most valuable thing in all of your life. The soul is what you must be. Everybody say, praise the Lord. This world's got it all turned around. Amen. Eat, drink, and be merry tomorrow. You may die. You might die all right, my friend. But there's going to be a soul that's going to stand before God for the just deeds that's done into your body. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Honey, we go to the table to eat three times a day, but yet we can't go to the master's table and begin to eat of the good things of God. Hallelujah, it's high time. Amen. We start feeding the soul as the soul should be fed. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. It doesn't take long. You can be seated for this old body. Seem like just to fall completely away. It doesn't take long at all. And the book of Ecclesiastes tells us about this. I've got a few minutes left. Stay with me. In the 12th chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, he begins to speak about the beauty of God. He said, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. I'll tell you, as you get older, there are some things that you wish that you have, would have done better. Wishing is something that you can't do anything about. But yet, there's some things that if I had it to do over again, how much more would I be able to give to the things of God and to the ways of God? Youth, you are in the prime time of your life. It is the time to take and activate this old brain. It is time to put all together as you possibly can to love God and to live for God. You, the devil tells you you're missing out on everything. Honey, all you're missing out is a troubled mind and a troubled conscience in later years. That's all you're missing. Amen. This world is full of make-believe. This world is full of things, uh, amen, that'll haunt you and drive you uh, every day of your life. Everything that is unlike God, amen, has that driving force, uh, that impurity, amen, that ungodliness, uh, amen, it brings it into a conscious state uh, that you cannot erase or get away from. God forgives you, yes, uh, amen, but it's there, and it'll be there until the day you die. But he said, remember the youth. He said, now remember that created in the days of the youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun or light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return to the rain. I want you to look at a few things here. This is the natures of our body. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble. Amen. I catch myself every once in a while checking out my nervous system because I realize that years have come upon me and the years have taken its toll upon me and the old record, the old body begins to fall apart and the record begins to come to destroy. It's so sad to see somebody try to feed themselves when they can't get their hand to their mouth. 
because of the nervous system and and the great wise man of old Solomon he began to say this is going to be the attributes of you in later years amen this is why the scripture comes to me so vividly in the yesterday years and still today gird thyself while thou art young for when thou getteth old the last book of St. John tells us for when thou getteth old another will lead thee where thou wouldst not go amen it's high time amen that the youth amen begin to have some prayer meetings and some dedication and love for God hallelujah I'm here to tell you tonight amen God loves the youth he loves dedicated youth amen oh listen to me I would give every dollar I had amen if I could unfold my years amen even the years of my son here to be able to preach this glorious gospel and to know what I know now but the old wrecker the old destroyer has come to this body even all of a sudden it begins to fall apart no doctor can help you nobody can help you you may ask for God to help you but he can't help you amen it's the wrecker that's coming along but I'm here to tell you tonight amen how about the soul you fed the body well through the years amen you've done a well nest egg you've built a nice home you've done all of these things but what about your soul what about your soul? How does it stand before God tonight? The Bible tells us, and the day the keeper of the house shall tremble. That's the nervous system. And the strong men shall bow themselves. And they'll walk with a hump in their back as they get older. The man that used to stand up so straight and brace his shoulders so straight. Look how strong I am. All of a sudden, the destroyer, the body destroyer comes along. And all of a sudden, the weakness takes over to the spinal cord and to the back. And he bends over. And it's not like it used to be. Listen to what happens here. He tells us the beautiful story of the years that go by into a person's life. The Bible said, and the grinders cease because there are few. It means the teeth are falling out. Amen. No replacement. And when the false teeth come in, there's nothing like the original teeth. Amen. Listen to me tonight. Uh, we tried to keep this body. We try to keep this body in such perfection. Uh, amen. We are so guard this body. We want to put in the right food. Uh, amen. We want to put in the right nourishments. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, but yet the thing that's the most valuable uh, in our life uh, is our soul. Uh, and it starves to death. Uh, amen. It cries uh, morning, noon, and night. Uh, feed me. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me. I'm here to tell you tonight in the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's high time. Uh, we forget about the body. Amen. This old body. And whether it's sick or not, uh, come to the house of God. Uh, whether it feels like it or not, uh, make your way to the house of God. Uh, whether you feel like worshiping or not feel like worshiping, it's time to make your way to the house of God. Glory! Praise God! Praise God! Hallelujah. I would to God I could run around this place like some young people do. I would to God I could jump and shout like some young people do. But I want to tell you what. The most important thing is to feed the soul. And yet man will sell the soul for nothing. You can be seated. Sell it for literally nothing. For one fling. 
for one cigarette, for one beverage of some kind, for one affair of some kind, Sell it all, lose it all. I can't understand some people. I've witnessed and I've worked with people. I've counseled with people for 25 years, willing to say, forget it all. Amen. For one hour, for one moment of time, willing to set it all in order. I'm here to tell you my feet's under the master's table. I made up my mind. I'm going to heaven by the help and grace of God. Let this body starve. Let it be destroyed. Let the grinders fall out, but my soul has not to be fed. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Let's go a little farther. You can be seated. And the Bible said the grinders shall cease because they're few, and those that look out the windows be darkened. I didn't used to have to wear these things. The eyes become darkened. And men will spend all that they can possibly for transplants, for implanted glass, where to put on their eyes. Amen. For everything that they possibly can to increase the strength of their eyes to be able to see. Listen, let's go a little farther. Time slipping away. I haven't got much time. And the Bible said, the windows be darkened. Verse number 4 in chapter 12 of Ecclesiastes. And the doors shall be shut in the streets. Amen. Amen. It's the mouth and the sound of the grinding is slow. And he shall rise up at the voice of a bird. Easy to wake up. Can't sleep like you used to sleep. With all the daughters of music shall be brought low. What did you say? I can't hear what you said. Say it a little louder. This body is going back to the grave every day that you live. Amen. It seems like it was only yesterday that I was a teenager. It seemed like it was only yesterday that I preached my first message. But time has slipped away. Amen. This body destroyer has come along. I'm here to tell you it'll sneak upon you. Amen. But your soul, amen, has got to be fed. The value of your soul and people will exchange their soul for nothing for things that mount to really literally nothing and whatsoever listen a little bit farther here and the Bible said and when they shall be afraid of that which is high afraid of high places they watch where they walk Amen. And fear shall be in the way. They're afraid. And the almond tree shall flourish. Amen. Gray hair begins to come to the hair. Amen. And, 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 and the grasshopper shall be burdened. And desire shall be fail. Because man goeth to his long home. And the mourners go about the streets. And everything goes on just like it was the day before. I'm very important, Pastor. I want you to know I'm very important. I want you to know everything will go on just as smooth tomorrow if you're not here or you're whether you are here. Some people feel like they can't, their job is so indispensable that it would fall apart if they wasn't there. Honey, it was there before you got there. And there'll be somebody else well able to fall into your shoes and do what you do. But how about your soul? How about your soul? Amen. We're so worried. Eat, drink. Amen. Have this and have that. And have the very finest of all things. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
But what about your soul? It seems like that people sell their soul over nothing. Amen. They're willing to sell it over nothing. I've talked to people. I've talked to people that I was blue in the face talking to them. I talked to a young couple many years ago. Amen. I said, why don't you want to live for God? And they said, we got the world in us uh, and we can't help it. Uh, we got to get it out. Uh, I said, you'll never get it out. Uh, what you need to do is die at an old-fashioned altar. Amen. Where you can know who God really is. Uh, I want you to know they would not listen to me. And they went on their way. Uh, amen. And back together they went years later with their life all messed up amen the conscience beating them amen every time I see them they want to run another direction amen because they would not listen to me how sad it is we're living in a world amen that forgets about the soul amen that doesn't care about the soul but they care about what they can obtain everybody say praise the Lord Going to the long home that waits us. Every one of us is going down the road. Going down to the long home that awaits us. Well, preacher, I'm still a young man. I still got a lot to do. You kind of sound like the scripture says, give me just a few more minutes. I'll try to bring it together here. In Luke, the 12th chapter... In Luke, the 12th chapter, it speaks about a man, the parable of the rich fool. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain man, rich, rich man, brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? He had a good excuse. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns, I will build greater, and there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, when you start talking to your soul. This man began to talk to his soul. I've got plenty of time. I've got plenty of time to do anything I want to do, preacher. You see, the hour of procrastination, doing it tomorrow, doing it tomorrow, next year, sometimes it seems like it never gets there. And the time that you want it to happen, amen, it seems like it never comes to pass. Here was a man that began to talk to his soul. I've got a lot of time. I can do what I want to do. I can really dedicate to God when I get older. Listen to me. When you get older, you get tarder. You don't feel like praying like you used to pray. When you get older, when you get sick, have you ever tried to pray when you were sick? It's impossible to pray when you're sick. You gotta pray when the suns are shining. You gotta pray when you feel good. You can't pray when you're not feeling good. It's impossible to have a red hot prayer meeting, even when everything's going wrong. But oh, when you're young, hallelujah, you can have an all-night prayer meeting. When you're young, you can have them praises toward the Lord. Amen. You can have them dedications. Amen. Unto God. But oh, as years go by, amen, the older you get, the more you talk to your soul and say, wait a minute. I haven't got time. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. My body hurts. All of this bothers me. I'm here to tell you the devil is one of the greatest 
greatest evangelist upon the face of the earth. He's all the time telling you, you're too old to pray. You're too old to fast. You can't do this and you can't do that. Amen. He likes to put us on a crutch. Amen. And tells us that we can't do anything. But if you make up your mind and begin to love God, you can feed that soul, my friend. I'll tear down my barns. I'll build bigger barns. He cared about everything but his soul. He was so enticed with everything. Come on now. We make sure that the rent's paid. We make sure that the bills are paid. We make sure that everything is fine. But when it comes to the things of God or the obligations of God, you just run short. You just can't make it. We've got time for everything. We've got time to go to reunions four times a year. We've got time to go everywhere. We've got time to do everything. But yet when it comes to pray, when it comes to the soul, it seems like we haven't got no time to do anything. I've heard people say, if I could just quit my job, where I could spend hours upon hours in the prayer, where I could pray, honey, you quit your job and you sleep in the bed all day long and you still never pray. Because you're tired. You're wore out. The body's got to have rest. Even the devil, he tries. He destroys us completely. Constantly. And amen. Because when you start talking to your soul, I've got things to do. I've got things to do. I know it's getting late. It's done went over the magic hour and you're all about to fall asleep. But let me stay with me just a few more minutes. What shall we exchange for our soul? When you begin to talk to your soul, Amen. Praise God. Everybody say praise the Lord. You see many times that we begin to talk and to our soul and, and we begin to reason with ourselves and we begin to feel sorry for ourselves. Have you ever felt sorry for yourself? I think we've all fell in that category sooner or later. Amen. We begin to talk to our soul. Sister Terry, come. Amen. I'm going to close it on out. Many times the heathen will trade gold and silver for a little trinket of some kind called a little old piece of mirror. I've actually read where they took and, 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 and somebody with uh, American of some kind, someone with intellect, would see a, a, a heathen or a foreigner of some kind that didn't have much knowledge and he'd have maybe a handful of gold and he'd say, and somebody said, I'll trade you this mirror for the gold. And he looks and he said, you can see yourself in the mirror and he'll trade the worth of the gold for a little old mirror of some kind. That's what the devil tells you. Just like I told you about a woman one time that backslid. She told me she's going into modeling business. I said, modeling business? I wondered who she's going to model for. She looked like Popeye's wife. And the devil had sold her a bill of goods that she was going to be a, a, a model The devil, come on, men. I mean, I'm, I'm Mr. America. I mean, I don't know where this world was living or existing before I come along. That's right. I mean, you ain't never, the devil says, you ain't never lived. I'm going to close one of the most saddest stories, I guess, because it's personal to me. My brother's first wife, she was a prince of a lady, a fine mother. 
one of the finest mothers that you'd ever want to ever meet. Care for the children, love for the children. But she decided that she was the world's gift of manhood, I guess. And she forfeited all. Her daddy preached this gospel, born and raised in this truth. And the devil sold her a bill of goods of nothing. I asked my brother the other while back, I said, have you seen her lately? Yes, sir, I have. I've seen her. He said, brother, it's a very sad story. Nobody wants her any longer. She's ready for retirement now. She lives in the cellar of one of the boys' house. The children don't even want her to be in the house. They just put her in a basement down there and let her sleep on an old cot down there. So lonely. And she told others, she said, I'm so lonely. You see where sin has brought me to. The one that had everything, the one that had whatever she desired, he would have bought for her and gave to her. They had everything. He always was of that nature. Anything she wanted, he had. He bought it for her. But she traded it all for a trinket. Traded it all for something that wasn't worth anything. Traded for something that even who she traded for wasn't worth anything. You see, when you lose out with God, you lose out with value. You don't know which way to go in direction. You can't find the worth of it. What is the worth of a soul? Is it worth silver? Is it worth gold? It's worth more than all the silver and all the gold. Amen. Listen, when I walked into the house of God, I told you twice. Amen. But when I felt him, I said, Lord, I've got everything. I've got it all. Hallelujah. You that run these aisles tonight, you that talked in tongues, you got it all, my friend. You got the wealth that this world has to offer. You got it all. Hallelujah. Don't look down your nose at us, my friend. We're rich. Our father owns the cattle of a thousand hills. He owns the hills. He's a very rich man. Amen. Our head is put on straight, but our soul is valued more than what the earthly things of this earth is worth. Shall we stand? Hallelujah. Trade in your soul for a trinket. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Trading your soul to look into an old nasty book somewhere. Trading your book, trading all your soul for one little thing. Trading your soul for just one little time without God. You know what happens when it's all over with? The devil stands back and mocks and laughs at you. <laughs> I told you you didn't have it to begin with. Some people trade their soul for a little old bottle of whiskey. Some of them trade their soul over a little old deck of cards of some kind. Some trade their soul for incest. Some trade their soul for money. Things that are worthless. 
it's not worth anything at all. Has he tried to sell you a bill of goods lately? If he hadn't, he'd be around this week to try to sell you something. He'd tell you, man, you're handsome. You could do better than what you got. He'd tell you, man, you're, you're the answer. You got it all. Got it all put together. To sell your inheritance over something worth nothing. Jesus said, if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what does it profit again? Selling your inheritance. Esau sold his inheritance over in a bowl of beans. He sold his birthright over a bowl of beans. And he sold the inheritance. He cared not about the spiritual things of God. We're living in one of the most tragic hours that man has ever lived. The church world says, just live like you want to live and everything will be fine. But you better read the book again. There is a way, straight as a gate, and few that be that find it. There's one Lord, there's one faith, there's one baptism. And the Bible said, in that day, haven't we called upon thy name? Haven't we done marvelous works in thy name? Have not we prophesied in thy name? Jesus said, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I don't even know you. Sir, you, fed your, you had supper tonight, but did you feed your soul? Why don't you come and give your soul a little fresh drink of water in an altar? You that don't know him through the power of the Holy Ghost, why don't you come give your soul a fresh drink of water from that heavenly rock? Come on. Come on. You said, I've never been to service quite like this. No, you probably won't unless you come back. Come give your soul a drink of water. Give your soul a drink of water. Soul, take thy ease. Eat, drink, be married. Thy fool this night. Thy soul will be required of thee. Oh yeah, you've bought insurance on your life. You've bought it on your home and you've bought it on your car. Why don't you come up and get some insurance on your soul tonight? At an old-fashioned altar. Some real. Let's everyone pray, would you? His altars is open. Would you come? Let's everyone gather around and pray. Bring somebody with you, would you? Service Wednesday night at 7.30. Let's invite someone to the house of the Lord. God bless you for coming.